Welcome to the Bucket Plan On Demand, a podcast for financial advisors based on the best-selling book and process that simplifies financial planning. Hear from skilled industry professionals and special guests each episode that will help perfect your approach with clients and your results. Hello and welcome to the Bucket Plan On Demand. I'm your host, Dave Allison, and we have a great episode for you today. We recently got off of our semi-annual Mastermind Collegium in Scottsdale, Arizona. And one of the highlights of this semi-annual Collegium is that every year we host our top five advisor roundtables, where five advisors get on and share with the group exactly what they're doing, kind of like speed dating. It happens in 10 minutes with a two-minute Q&A. And so we asked Joe Salerno, one of our top advisors out of the Tampa Bay area and Ivy Pearson out of California to come on and share with our organization how they were utilizing the bucket plan to help simplify asset allocation for their clients and how they were positioning certain products and strategies within the bucket plan. And so Joe Salerno is gonna share some of the verbiage and the visuals that he utilizes to help clients understand their buckets. He's also gonna spend a little bit of time sharing how he explains a fixed indexed annuity as part of that soon bucket for that conservative part of the client's overall asset allocation. And he's also gonna share how he explains a specific crediting method known as a performance trigger to his clients. Now, Ivy is going to share some drawings and sketches that she does with her clients to help them understand their asset allocation and where guarantees fit within their asset allocation. She's also going to use some analogies like cooking a three-course dinner, having the salad, the meat, and the dessert so that her clients can see how all these components come together. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did at the Mastermind Collegium. And if there's anything that we can do, please let us know. With that being said, let's turn it over to Ivy and Joe. I am Ivy Pearson. I've been a financial advisor for over 20 years. I'm, a, I'm just going to say that. Um, but um, I guess Dave really liked what at a coffee break, the way that I shared how I sell um, fixed index annuities. And I do love them. And I present them to every single person I meet. So, um, so I do go through the whole process of the bucket plan. And I introduce and I say, you really have to pay attention to there's all this diversification that people talk about and people say, oh, I am diversified, I'm fine, I don't need anything else. And they're typically just talking about market diversification. And that is not the case. So I talk about, with the bucket plan, how you have to have your assets diversified with regards to time. And I kind of do, this is like at the first meeting, right? What are we going to talk about? Um, and uh, why do we need a conservative, a, a conservative bucket because of timing, the one year, 10 years, over 10 years. And then the other thing that you have to look at is taxes. Um, how are taxes diversified? And, um, and I, you know, I used to, dry, um, to draw buckets as well, but now I'm trying to get creative and follow the funnels. But since they have the, um, the charts, I do pull this out. And then I talk about the tax-free. You want to, um, to say tax-free. And, and, and then I mention uh, the Roth IRS, Roth conversions. 
And uh, cash value life insurance is another thing that I introduce when I am talking about tax diversification. And so I am just constantly reminding how you have to diversify and it's not just about market diversification. And I just keep saying it's like, well, you, within the market you have to be diversified, but remember you have to diversify with regards to time, you have to diversify with, re with regards to, um, to taxes. Um, and the third is your assets, how you diversify your assets, right? And that's when I've, I don't have a pretty chart already made. So um, this is pretty much the chart, how it um, finishes at the end of, uh, at the end of uh, my presentation with regards to asset diversification. But what I do, and I, I guess I'm gonna have to write upside down and then like this, so, because, um, Sometimes I get self-conscious or I wonder, are people really paying attention to what I'm saying or are they just paying attention that I'm writing upside down? But because I do it all day long, you know, for so many years, then I can kind of write upside down. So I have the clients in front of me. And so then I said, but what about assets diversification? So you tell me that your assets are diversified. So I write assets and then, um, and I try not to just, uh, write the first three letters, so I go, <laughs> I got the full, the full word, at least there. And, uh, and then I go, so you tell me that you are fully diversified, right? But I, I, more, most likely when I look at your statements, what I'm going to find is that really your assets are just diversified right here within the market. And so that one I just do market like that. MKT, right? So, um, so you'll find the chart here, um, right? So this is on the on the third on on the handout. It's right there. So then, um, so then, but the market, yes, you are diversified, and uh, and then you go like this, and you have your fixed income, and you have your small cap, large cap, and mid caps, and then maybe um, a few years ago you may have had some international, etc. Um, so, but then that's not diversification. In my opinion, you need other uh, two areas that are very important. Uh, you need some alternatives, and because I live in California, uh, people own real estate, and uh, and the real estate is a big a part of their net worth, right? So it's like you may have already rentals, or you may have um, a home with a lot of equity, or multiple homes with a lot of equity, so that would be an alternative investment. So that is good, non-correlated to the market, and, uh, but if you uh, want to then add a little bit of income here, uh, we also can talk later about REITs and, uh, or interval funds. Um, however, in order for you to protect your assets, what you really need is this big bubble here, which is fixed, insured and guaranteed. This is what is going to build the foundation of everything we do. Once we build our fixed, insured and guaranteed, then we can go up and incorporate market and then talk about alternatives. Because this right here, and I keep going like this, this here, this foundation is what's gonna let me sleep at night. Because my job for you is to sleep soundly at night. Because if you're sleeping soundly at night, I'm gonna be sleeping soundly at night. So um, we want to build that, that fixed insurance guaranteed. And there's nothing I go and say. When I first started in the business 100 years ago, they told me to get the word guarantee out of my language because there's nothing guaranteed in the stock market. 
But then I left, I joined the, <laughs> I, I left the dark side and I learned about insurance products, right? And so what is a fixed insurance guaranteed product? I think most people like the word pension. And so I read, write pensions. And I said, a lot of people, if I was going to write annuity there, they would stand up and leave because there are so many bad, bad rep about annuities that uh, people don't want to hear the word annuity. So if you like the word pension better, let's call it a pension. But if you stay with me, you'll see why annuities are great to own because, again, they build that foundation. I don't care what happens. That money is always going to be there. Nothing that the market does is going to harm that, that asset. So... Um, so what, what the pension does or what the annuity does is offers you a guarantee, right? And so um, for everybody, like in just in normal life, right? You want to make sure that when, you're, when you are eating, you get a big salad. You do the right thing for you, right? In order to grow, in order to feel better and grow and get better, you want your meat, and it never hurts to have some dessert. Um, and so, I mean, literally, that's how I present annuities. And then I'll go and I talk about my favorite annuity is the Athene Agility because um, it doesn't have any fees. It does have the long-term um, contract. Um, the, the rates have gotten better. I never, ever talk about rates. I always just talk about the guarantee. If you invest a million dollars with me, you're never not going to see a million dollars. It doesn't matter what happens. And then I talk about the bonus and I start, I start introducing, I don't say Athena Agility, I just say, you don't have to pay any fees. You're going to get an income and a death benefit, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, and that's it. I literally don't, don't pull out or ask about uh, or never has, have they asked me about but the rates and this and that and the other. I mean, I then at the next meeting, then I said, so I don't like, and now I, I guess I'm gonna have to rethink this because now that rates are better on the bonds, on the fixed income, people are starting to talk about it and I really haven't talked about it for the last 10 years. So I've said, I don't ever keep any fixed income here. If there's any fixed income, I just grab whatever is here and then put it there because that's going to add so much more value for you and your family to build an income, to add a death benefit. There's so many features that a bond cannot give you and you're really not running risk. And then your bonds, I don't care whatever they're paying, you're still going to see, you're still going to see the fluctuation of the market going up and down. So um, I guess in a nutshell, I think I have 10 minutes and it took me five, <laughs> but, but in a nutshell, that's really what I do. I just I just make a make a a, a strong um, you know a, a strong statement that what you want is guarantees in your portfolio, and then once you do that, then you can go up and build upon that. It's genius. Oh well, thank I, you. I that, that is salad and meat. Yeah, just like so simple. Yeah. Yeah. Two salads. Two salads. Well, some lentils. You can. Oh, maybe if you're a vegetarian or. So, yeah. <laughs> so vegetarian because it's like your lentils. <laughs> Proteins. Proteins. Yeah. What, are, Protein. what are some common objections you incur and how do you respond to those? Um, uh, annuities are evil and they're horrible and, and what is it? Um, that woman, what, yeah. So it's like they're so expensive 
and the only one that makes money is the advisor. And when they tell me that, I'm like, well, absolutely, positively, I am a for-profit um, company, and I just smile, and, um, and they said, of course, no, we know, we know. Um, and, uh, and I said, most people, when they say that, is they're talking about variable annuities. So then I grab this, and I go like that. So I circle, like, within the market and the fixed insurance guarantee. And then I say, the problem with variable annuities and I say, sometimes I do use variable annuities because I don't discard any product because there's always the right person for everything. It's all about the goals. Once I'm able to identify what the goals are for the client, then I can go and look for the investment because the goal is the hard part. The investment is easy. There's just so many that you can do. Um, so then variable annuities tend to be very expensive because, and I draw the money sign here on the market side. Right, I'll put the money there, and then I keep emphasizing the G on the, on the guarantee here. And so you have to pay money for the uh, market, you know, the mutual funds that are inside the annuity, then you have to pay uh, fees for the guarantee, and that makes it a very expensive product. So you only want to use that if you absolutely positively have to, is it two minutes? Um, have to uh, create that role of there's features that maybe, but you are not a candidate for that because you have enough assets to have guarantees without costing you any money. Awesome. I don't feel like I'm being sold, but I feel like I'm being educated. I like that. Yeah. I can, I can. I'm going to live longer if I do. That's so. right. <laughs> it's really a life or death decision. I like the Athena, Athena agility. Athena. Yeah, that's been my biggest seller. And before Athena was. got totally different rates than everywhere else in the yeah. world. So yeah. there, there's a limited, different, different products in California in some cases. But apparently we have like the worst. Like we actually, it's not for the better, it's for the worst. Trying to not. That explains why. It, wasn't familiar to me because we you probably have something better have yes <laughs> yeah and you probably on the Athene you may have a long-term care writer mm -hmm. that you're not even paying for yeah. so it gets better once you leave California but I like the sun so I so far I'm staying there hey everybody um, I'm Joe I think I know pretty much everybody here um, so I want to go over two things for you. One, I want to go over a strategy that I've been utilizing inside one of the uh, annuities that we present to clients. And then I'm going to go over a little presentation that I, that I do with clients, OK? So the first thing is, um, as far as strategies go inside these index annuities, is everybody familiar with what a performance trigger is? Everybody? Anybody not know what that is? You don't know what it is? No, can you go through it? Okay, yeah. So the way it works is this. Um, the performance trigger, I'll just read it to you. The, the rate on this one, this is the Lincoln OptiBlend 10. I'm not here to hawk any one company. A lot of companies have the trigger performance, but this is one that I personally like right now. So the, this is how it works. It says, so the rate is 9.1%. It says at the end of the one-year index term, so the end of the client's one year, if the S&P 500 index has a positive change or remains flat, your account is credited the specific rate. If it's negative, your account's protected from loss, but no interest will be credited. What does that mean? 
If the market's minus 10, what do they earn? Nothing, right? If the market is exactly even or up one-tenth of 1%, 1 what do they get? 9.1%. If the market's up 2%, what do they get? 9.1%. If it's 7, they get 9.1. If it's 10, they get 9.1, right? Sounds almost too good to be true. Behind the scenes, they're selling options and puts and calls and all this. You could ask Dave Allison, all that stuff. He knows, okay? Um, but the fact of the matter is, for money that we don't want in the stock market, that you, turn, that you deem, listen, I don't want any risk with, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, I'm going to tell you, you're going to earn one of two things. You're going to either earn zero, and that means the market was negative, so we protected your money, or you're going to earn 9.1%. How's that sound? With no risk. Pretty good, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, just for argument's sake, the one-year S&P 500 cap on this one is 10 and a quarter. A little test for everybody. The trigger and the S&P cap, right? If the market performs 2%, what are they getting the trigger? 9.1. What do they get in the S&P cap? Two. Two. If it performs 5, 9.1 or 5. If it performs 7, 9.1 or 7. There's only one scenario where the S&P 500 cap is better, right? If it's over 10 and a quarter. Okay, I gave up 1% on the upside, right? To, have, to make sure I'm going to earn 9.1 or 0, right? So I've been really utilizing this. People love it. I actually moved some of my own money into there, okay? Money that you don't want in the market, I mean, either, it's either protected or I earn 9.1. If they earn 9.1 one year, that's like two or three years of normal fixed interest. Right? Even if they lowered it in two, three years down to seven, okay, so it's seven. Still good, right? So I really, really like that for that middle bucket for people for the, the percent of money that they want safe. Okay? And Lincoln's and renewals have been incredibly strong. Yeah, so the renewals are really good on it too, okay? Any questions, comments? It's good, right? I like the simplicity. Yeah. That's it? Zero or 9.1? He told me that on the phone like a month ago. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, like, it's so that's literally how you explain it because that's the two outcomes, right? So really great. I mean, I tell people the one positive thing that has happened in this insane world that we're living in over the last two and a half years is that fixed rates and caps have gone up and we have this opportunity now, okay? So that's that, all right? Good, everybody have this sheet in front of them? <clears throat> this stupid sheet of paper with these drawings on it has been the greatest communication tool that I've ever used in 31 years of being in this business. And it has closed more business and got me more clients than anything I've ever tried before. Okay? This. Anybody that knows me, you know, I know a lot of you use computer printouts and all this stuff. I use this and a pad of paper when I do my presentation. That's it. Okay? So I'm gonna, you're going to see my handwriting is horrible. I'm actually drawing this on the paper for the clients. Okay, So there's three buckets. You can tell I can't draw. It looks just like the paper, right? <laughs> OK. So we have, we have now, uh, soon, and later. right? I go over now, soon, and later, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows how to explain that. Then I tell the client, I'm going to make it even a little bit more simple. Basically, this is your bank money. I'm writing this on the, on the bottom of the buckets, right? This is your bank money. Over here, this is your market money. This is money that we have in the market. 
This middle one, I call it, this is your safe money with interest. I can't draw print, okay? Bank money, safe money with interest, market money. This is safe money too, but we really don't earn a lot of interest over here at the bank, right? Now you might be able to earn 2%. I don't care about that, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. We're, I don't care about earning interest here. We're gonna earn interest here and here. This isn't meant for interest, it's meant for being li liquid, emergency fund, blah, 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 right? Okay, so let's start here. This money, it's nice and liquid, it's nice and safe. I can take money out, we can take money out there whenever we want, right? Okay, it's your emergency fund. Right now, you guys have $50,000 there, okay? Over here, this is our market money. This is our longer-term money, money we don't need right this second. When we put money in the market, we don't put it in there because we might need it in a year or two, right? Why? It might be down, okay? We understand that this money is going to fluctuate up and down, okay? It's going to go up. It's going to go down. There's risk involved. You could lose money. A lot of you have lost money over the last couple of years, okay? But in the long run, we feel like it's going to do okay, and we want a percentage of our money there to take advantage of that, okay? The old saying is we want to buy low and sell high. What I don't want to do is if I have all your money over here, and you call me up and you want a large chunk of money, and the market happens to be down, I don't ever want to sell at a loss to get your money. I only want to sell this as a gain to get your money. Okay, so how do I do that? Well, we create another bucket of money here in the middle. We're going to put a percent of your money here and a percent of your money here. This money, I could also take money out of, set up for income, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so if the market is down and you need money, no problem. We're going to take money from here and here, and these two buckets buy us the time horizon that we need for this money to come back up, then we can take money out of here too. Okay? Mr. and Mrs. Jones, this bucket, this sentence has really closed a lot of business for me. This bucket and this bucket have cement floors under them. If the market goes down, this one's gonna fluctuate down. We don't care, we don't need that money. This money and this money will not budge. You won't lose a penny. And we can use the income that we need from here to buy ourselves the time horizon for this to come back up, then we can hit that too, okay? I cannot control the stock market and I cannot control fixed interest rates. What I can control for you is how I position your assets and for lack of a better term, how I bucketize your money, okay? Each bucket has an individual purpose, but collectively, in my opinion, in 31 years of doing this, gives us the best chance to make money when the market's doing well, not lose as much when it goes down, sets us up for income, helps control taxes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now, you guys have $700,000. Today, we have to figure out how much of that money we want over here and how much we want of that money over here, okay? I'm gonna advise you, but before I do, I want some input, okay? Mrs. Jones, out of your 700,000, well, how much do you think you're comfortable with putting in the market, knowing it's gonna fluctuate, right? We don't need it right this second, but there is risk involved. And how much of your money are you comfortable putting here that when you go to bed at night, you know you're not gonna lose a penny, we're putting a cement floor under a percentage of your life savings, we're not gonna make 15% here, we're shooting for probably somewhere like four to 6%, okay? But no risk of losing. What do you think? I don't know, 50-50. Mr. Jones, what do you think? 
I don't know, 60-40. Okay, that's, it's usually in line with what I'm thinking. We come to a, an agreement, and I say, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna put 400,000 here. We're gonna put 300,000 here. And so now, this is what your bucket plan looks like. Now we may have two or three accounts in each one, right? So now we have 50,000 in your now bucket, 300 in your soon bucket, 400 in your later bucket, okay? Over here, we're gonna use manage portfolios, blah, 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 I go into that. I'm just saying this because we're crushed for time. Over here, listen, there's only so many places I can put money that you want safe and out of the stock market. I could put it in your mattress, you're not gonna make anything. I could put it at the bank, you're not gonna make anything. I could get bonds, Tom Hinga just told us that was a horrible decision, right? We utilize, for this bucket, for your benefit, we utilize fixed annuities. Fixed means it can't go down due to the market. Annuity is a tax-deferred vehicle, blah, blah, blah. And it tracks the S&P 500 as to how it earns interest. And then I pull out this sheet. And I go, so what we're going to do is over here, we're going to put 20% of the money in the fixed account. You're going to earn a guaranteed 4.6%, just so I know we're earning something, right? The other 80% I'm going to put in that performance trigger. If the market's down, you don't have to worry about earning, losing a penny. In fact, you'll make a little bit of money fixed. If the market's up, you're going to earn 9.1%. Good? Okay, let's go next door to Lindell, fill out the paperwork. That's it. And that's my whole presentation that I've used forever, you know. And this, that sheet of paper, that bucket sheet of paper, and a pad. That's it. Okay. You can see how like it kind of simplifies it a little bit. Bank, safe money, market money, right? It really, because you know, most people, I don't know, you guys, maybe Dave deals with some really sophisticated investors. Most of my people are like government workers, and I have to dumb things down, you know? Not, not dumb it down, but make it more uh, layman's terms so that they understand. I want them to understand when they leave my office, and they absolutely can understand it. They love it, it makes sense to them, okay? Good, any questions? I forgot until just now that when you showed me that at the bar late that night, we were gonna trademark the word bucketize your money. <laughs> you should. I, I just had a flashback from like a 2 a.m. bar night. Yeah. He did I was drawing this for Dave on a napkin. napkin to be in Dunedin, Florida one night. Yeah. Our wives were out drinking, we were all out drinking. Bucketize your money. <laughs> any questions, comments, anything? No? All right. I like the 1% like discount off the S&P. You know what I mean? It's like that's all you're sacrificing. Why would you not go with the trigger? Exactly. And you're going to and you're if the market performs 30%, you're going to realize it over yeah, here. In the later bucket anyways. And listen, if you make 9.1% one one year, in normal times that's like 3 years worth of fixed interest. Right? Every other year you're fine. Yeah, exactly. It's up 70% of the time. Exactly. Five, five and five. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Bucket Plan On Demand, brought to you by C2P, an organization whose purpose is to educate, train, grow, and support holistic financial advisors so families can achieve true prosperity. Subscribe today for the latest episodes and insights. Visit C2PEnterprises.com to learn how we can help support and enhance your advisory business.